discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. He says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are welcome to tonight's meeting. It's great to be with you once again this evening. I know the Word of God is working in you. I know the Holy Spirit is working in you. And I know you are producing fruit on every day of your life. It's a blessing to be with you once again. I want us to start with a quick word of prayer. And I'll share something briefly with you tonight. Father, thank you for this opportunity. Once again, we are grateful. Thank you for the power of your Word. Thank you for your precious Holy Spirit, whose ministry is working right now in our midst. Thank you for the ministry of your word as well. We are grateful. We receive your word with meekness and with gladness, with great grace. Thank you that grace is ministered to us as we hear. Faith is ministered to us as we hear. And we change from one level of glory to another even as we hear. Thank you for fruitfulness for everyone, even in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, the word of God is designed for your fruitfulness. It's designed for you to do well. Okay? The one who received the seed into the good ground, bore fruits. The word of God is for the purpose of you bearing fruits. Fruits on every side of your life. Fruits in your health, in your, in, your, in your business, in your family life, in your education, in every aspect of your life, in your prosperity. That's, that's what the word of God is for. The word of God is a seed that causes you to bear fruits. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So it's always exciting when we get the opportunity to hear the word of God, because as you hear, faith is ministered to you. Bible says, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Then it says, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God. As you hear the knowledge of God, grace and peace is multiplied unto you. Then it says, as we behold in the glass, we are changed from one level of glory to another. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So it's a blessing to come to you with the word of God once again. So I've been sharing concerning the power of the new birth. And um, last Sunday, I shared on, um, on how that we are one with the master and how that the father, we, have, we, are, we, have, and we are entitled to, the fa- entitled to the fatherhood of God. God has become our father now. If you read in First, first John 3, 1, it says, Behold, what man of love the father has bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. You see, the, the, we... we, we we are sons and daughters of God, and our Father has bestowed so much love on us. First John 3, 1. It's a blessing. So, I shared a message along this line some time ago um, with our church in Takrade, some months ago, maybe about four or five months ago. And I shared on um, the love of the Father. Okay, the love of the Father. So, you can, you can listen to that message to really help you. To understand who the father is to you and how much he loves you and what he thinks about you that gives you confidence that helps you know that no matter what is going on you have a father who is there to supply and provide for you 
You know, and I spoke about how that we are one with the master and hence we are co-heirs with him. This evening I want to talk about two more things and then I'll close the chapter on this particular subject and pick another subject on Sunday. On Sunday I'm going to talk about the power of the Spirit. The power of the Spirit. Hallelujah. This is the power of the new birth. I'm going to talk about the power of the Spirit on Sunday. It's going to be wonderful. You don't want to miss out. So, tonight I want to show you... Um, I had 15 things, but I think I've mentioned maybe five or so. So the next one is that we are blessed of God. One of the things that we have in the new, as a result of the new birth is the blessing of God. We are blessed of God. Hallelujah. Blessed of God. See, I'm blessed of God. I'm blessed of God. I'm blessed of God. Blessed. It's important you recognize and you know the fact that you are blessed of God. Remember, one of the main scriptures I've been using in this particular um, series is Philemon, Philemon 1.6. Paul wrote to Philemon and told him, I pray that the communication of your faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. And I was talking about how important the knowledge of God is and acting on the knowledge of God that you have. So you, 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 you receive the knowledge of God and then you act on it. It's very important you act on it. When a challenge comes, you act on the word. You, you allow the Spirit of God to help you act on God's word. It is acting on God's word that makes a difference. Do you see? It is acting on God's word that puts you on the rock that cannot be shaken. If you read in Matthew, Matthew chapter 7, verse 24, look at Matthew 7, 24. Jesus said, Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them and acts them out, the one who hears the word and acts them out, he says, I'll liken him unto a wise man. So your wisdom is in doing the word of God. Your wisdom is in acting out the word of God. Your wisdom is in acting out the knowledge of God that you have. That, that, is, that is wisdom. Wisdom is applied knowledge. Wisdom is using the knowledge of God or using the knowledge that you have. We've all been to school and we've gathered a lot of knowledge. But the difference between the one who's doing well and the one who's not doing well is wisdom. Applying the knowledge he or she gathered in school. If you come to Africa, we have a lot of wonderful heads of states. If you pick our country, Ghana, for instance, we've had so many powerful heads of states who have been to big, 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 big schools, Oxford, Cambridge, uh, you know, all the big schools, all the Ivy League schools you can think about. Yet, you may not see uh, the application of the knowledge they gathered in the school they went to. You see, it's as though when they get to the airport, all the knowledge vanishes. And they are unable to apply what they are supposed to apply. If you go to some of our African countries, if you go to Cote d'Ivoire, for instance, I mean, the presidents that they've had there have gone to the best of schools, French schools. You know, the Harvard of, of, uh, of the French is Sorbonne. It's a university called Sorbonne. And they've been to those, some of them have been to Harvard, been to Sorbonne, been to Oxford. I mean, all kinds of schools. But then, when they get to their airport, when they, be, when they come into power, it's, it's as though they forget uh, what they learned. The wisdom, wisdom is applying the knowledge that you have. So it's not enough to have knowledge of God. Your wisdom is in your application of the knowledge of God that you have gathered. Okay, so, so he says, Therefore, whosoever hearing these things of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man. I will liken him unto a wise man. Your wisdom is in doing the word, which built his house upon a rock. So doing the word makes you build your house upon the rock. Then it says, and the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. 
It was founded upon a rock. Why? Because the pers- the, the, this person was a doer of the word. He knew the word, he had knowledge of God, and he was using it, he was putting it to work. You see, when the circumstances came, he used the word. You must understand um, that you are, for instance, you've learned that God is your father. You've learned that you're a child of God. You've learned that you are one with the, with the master and hence a co-heir. You've learned all these things. You are going to learn some more. Now, when you, have, you face life with these words, you face life with, with these thoughts, do you see that because I'm a child of God, I do not fail. I will only succeed. The power of God is working in me and I can only go forward and do well. Whatever I touch is blessed because I'm the blessed of God. Yes, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. The greater one lives in me. You see, there's a power in the world. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 1, there's a power in the world. Okay? He's called the prince of the power of the air. He says, and you has he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. Verse 2. Wherein in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. There's a, there's a, there's a prince of the power of the air. If you read in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3, you see he's also called the God of this world. Look at 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3. It says, For if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not. Let the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. So there's the God of this world. He's the God of this earthly arrangement. He is responsible for all the problems that you can, you can see around. He's responsible for all the, 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 the poverty. He's responsible for all the lack, the need, all the sicknesses, all the, the, the failure, all the depression, all the, the problems you can see. He's responsible for it because he's the God of this world. He's the one ruling this world, managing this world, and he's done a very bad job at it. Hallelujah. Very bad job at it. But version 4, 4 lets you know that the one who is inside you is greater than the one who is outside of you. The one who is inside you is greater than the one who is in this world. So he says that ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them. The devil, with all of his cohorts, with all the things he could ever do, he says, you have overcome them. Why? Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So when something tries to rise up against you, when poverty tries to rise up against you, acting out of the word at that time makes all the difference. You may not feel like it. It makes no difference how you feel. Okay, the word of God functions outside of your feelings. You know, sometimes some people say that I can't feel the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit is not something to feel or someone to feel. He goes beyond your emotions. That is why He's a spirit. Do you see? He's a spirit. He can only be understood by the spiritual. So, if you read in First Corinthians chapter chapter two, verse verse fourteen, He says that, but the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. The natural man cannot receive the things of the Spirit of God. Why? For they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually designed. So everything concerning the Spirit of God is spiritually designed. It's not physically or emotionally designed. It is spiritually designed. You can only understand with your spirit. And the Word of God is spirit. Jesus said that the words that I speak unto you, they are spirits and they are life. So the Word of God is spirit. You can understand the Holy Spirit through the Word. I don't know if you get it. Yes. The verse before this one, 1 Corinthians 2.14, go back, we can read from verse 13. 
It says, let's, let's read from verse 12, so that makes more sense. I want to show you this. It says, now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given unto us of God. Then it says, which things also we speak, the things which are given to us freely of God. It says, we speak not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth. So there's no book written by man that can teach you the things that are freely given to you of God. That's what he's trying to let you know. Not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth. So there are words which the Holy Ghost teaches. Then it says, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. What are those spiritual things that you compare with spiritual? With what spiritual? The spiritual is the word. The word of God is the spiritual that you compare what the Holy Ghost is leading you to with. You cannot know if this is from the Holy Spirit without comparing it to the word. The word of God is the language of the spirit. The Holy Spirit has a language. You see, and if you are learning any language, there's always something, a material to compare what is being said to. If you are learning French, it comes with a dictionary. If you are learning English, it comes with a dictionary that you compare things with and try to understand things, what you are saying. You can speak English and not be able to write it. You can speak English and not be able to understand exactly what you're saying. It's important you need a dish, you get a dictionary, student companion, all these things. So you can have understanding of the tenses, how to put things together. So in the same way in the spirit, there's a book that we use. It's called the Word of God. It's called the Bible. So that is the spiritual that we compare spiritual things that the Holy Spirit says to us to in order to understand his word and understand his language well. So you can't function outside the word of God. And the word of God does not function in the confines of your emotions. It functions beyond your emotions. Do you see? It functions beyond your emotions. So you can, you, can, you, you, you can speak the word and not feel like something has changed. But it makes no difference. Your feeling is not, is not important. The word of God that you have released is the most important thing. You can doubt in your head and not doubt in your heart. Yes. A lot of times we doubt in our heads. But then, don't let it enter your heart. Don't let it form your perspective in life. When that particular doubt starts forming your perspective in life, oh, as for me, I know I'll never do well. You, it has entered your heart. That thought that the devil brought to your mind has entered your heart, and it is going to rule your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, I'm a child of God. So let the word of God dwell in you richly, and let it govern your life. Let it govern your life. That's what he was trying to let you know. In Colossians chapter 3, Verse 16 and 17, where we said that. Look at the Colossians 3, 16. And it's Colossians 3, 16. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. And the word dwell there has to do with govern. Look at the Amplified. Let the word spoken by Christ, the Messiah, have its home in your hearts and minds and dwell in you in all its richness. Have you seen it? Let it govern your heart. Let it govern your heart. In other words, it's, that's what shows you what you should do. Don't let your experiences, don't let the word of God fall in line with your experiences. Rather, let your experiences fall in line with the word. If you're having a particular experience, check the word to see if the experience you're having is supposed to be there. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. Check and see if the experience you're having is scriptural. If it's not scriptural, change your experience. Change your experience. I don't know if you are, you are getting what I'm trying to say. Yeah. For instance, you're having you're having experience of sickness. Check the word of God and see if it is supposed to be like that. As a child of God, am I supposed to be sick? Am I supposed to die? If you let the word of God fall in line with your emotions, you look for scriptures that will say otherwise. Scriptures that will say oh, it's okay. 
But when you allow your, emo- your emotions and your feelings to rather fall in line with the Word of God, you approach the Word of God without a prejudiced mind. You are ready for the Word to say what it needs to say to you in your situation. A lot of people have it, you know, twisted. They, they allow the Word of God to fall in line with their emotions and with their feelings. That's why, because you can use the Bible for anything. People have used the Bible to curse people. Why? Because they, were, they felt like cursing and they looked for the scriptures and they found scriptures for cursing and they cursed. But it's not consistent with the word of God. That is not what you are supposed to do in the New Testament. Jesus said, bless them that curse you. Yeah. Instead of cursing, you are to, you are to bless. Yeah. Do you see? Yes. But you may find some scripture, scriptures in Psalms with David saying, Lord, kill my enemies and do this to my enemies and do that to my But in the New Testament, it's different. Yeah. He says, overcome evil with good. <laughs> That's what the Bible says. Yes, so approach the word of God with a clear mind and allow it to inform you so that your, your emotions and your situation and your feelings will fall in line with it, not the other way around. You can use the scriptures for anything. Yes, you can use the scriptures for anything. And mind you, it's not everything in there that is the word of God for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we are blessed of God. See, I'm blessed of God. I'm blessed of God. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. As new creations in Christ and in Zion. Remember, we've, we've appeared in a place called Christ. And in this place, we are blessed of God. We are the blessed of God. We are not the ones looking for blessings. We are blessed of God. So what we do is that we, we manifest the blessings of God. When you have something, all you do is to show forth wherever you go. If you have money, when you get somewhere and they're asking for money, you show it forth. So you have the blessings of God. So wherever you go, when the need arises, you show for the blessings of God because you have it. You are blessed of God. Ephesians 1, 3 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. He has blessed us. He's not going to. He's not trying to. He's not thinking about it. He's not trying to see if you'll be good enough for him to give you the blessings of God. He says he has blessed you with all spiritual blessings. You are blessed and hence can bless others. That is why when someone says God bless you, when a Christian says God bless you, you must receive it because he's blessed and is giving you more blessings. Yeah. You see, they are blessings and they are effects of the blessings. Blessings is actually words. Let me show it to you. So Ezekiel chapter 44, look at this scripture. Ezekiel chapter 44, verse 30. He says, and the first of all the first fruits of all things, and every oblation of all, of every sort of your oblation, shall be the priests. You shall also give unto the priest the first of your dough, that the priest may cause the blessing to rest in your house. The priest may cause the blessing to rest in your house. He says, give your first fruits to the priest, so that the priest can cause the blessing to rest in your house. Now, how does the blessing come? How does the ble- what is the blessing? The blessing is the words. The blessing is the words. When, what was Jacob and Esau fighting over? They were fighting over the blessing of the firstborn or the, the birthright. Okay, now how did Jacob get it? If you look at Genesis, look at Genesis chapter 27, verse 27, you see it. Jacob got it with words. It wasn't, it wasn't, um, the blessing was words. The blessing was in words. So when we say you are blessed, saying you are blessed is the blessing. The words is the blessing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he came near, Genesis 27, 27, and he came near and kissed him and he smelled the smell of his raiment. This is Isaac smelling Jacob. And blessed him and said, 
So the blessing is the words. He blessed him and said, See, the smell of my son is as a smell of the field which the Lord has blessed. This is what Jacob and Esau were fighting over. This was what Esau was looking for. This was what Isaac had. He had words. An invocation of the power of God to cause to come upon someone and cause a person to be different and to have a different life altogether. That's a blessing. The blessing is in the words. The priest releases words. So when we say you are blessed, yes. take it seriously because that's, that is the blessing. When we say things are going, this is going to happen in your life, that is, it. That, is, that is the blessing. That is what is going to make things work in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, see, the smell of my son is as the smell of, the, of a field, which the Lord has blessed. Next verse. Therefore God give thee of the dew of heaven and the fatness of the earth and plenty of corn and wine. Let people serve thee, and nations bow down to thee. Be Lord over the, thy brethren, and let thy mother's sons bow down to thee. Cursed be everyone that cursed thee, and blessed be he that blessed thee. Wow. wow. This was what we were fighting over. These words. These words. So the blessing is words. The blessing the priest speaks upon you is the blessing. So in Ephesians 1, 3, he says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who has blessed us? He's spoken well of us. To be blessed means to speak well of. He's spoken well of you. He said that you will prosper. He said that you will do well. So always remember that I'm blessed. Wherever you go, know that you have the blessings of God. Hallelujah. Because of Jesus' sacrifice, you have the blessings of God. Galatians chapter 3, verse, 9, verse 13. Look at Galatians 3, verse 13. He says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on the tree. That the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. He says, Jesus hung on the cross. Okay, he was crucified. Cursed is everyone that hangeth on the tree. He hung on the tree and took all the curse. He took every curse you can think about. For the purpose of the blessing of Abraham coming upon you and I, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through, the, through faith. So Jesus' death lets you know that you are blessed. If you believe that Jesus died for you, then believe that the blessing of Abraham is now resting upon you. You are now the seed of Abraham. Go down. Genesis, Galatians chapter 3. Go to verse 27. Galatians 3, 27. It says, For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither born nor free. There is neither male nor female. For ye are all one in Christ Jesus. And if ye be Christ's, then are ye Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. You are heirs according to the promise. It says, if you be Christ, and if you be Christ, are you Christ's? Yeah. Do you belong to Christ? Yeah. Yes. Colossians chapter 3, verse 4, lets us know that we belong to Christ. Look at Colossians 3, 4. It says, when Christ who is our life shall appear, then shall you also appear with him in glory. Christ is our life. Then 1 Corinthians chapter 2, chapter 3, verse 21. Look at 1 Corinthians 3, 21. Let, therefore, let no man glory in men, for all things are yours. Then it says, whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas or Cephas of the world or life or death, all things are, or things present or things to come, all are yours. Verse 22, 23 rather. And ye are Christ's. You see, ye are Christ's. And Christ is God's. So you belong to Christ. It says, if you are Christ's, then are ye Abraham's seed 
because you are Christ. I belong to Christ. Therefore, I am Abraham's seed. And hence, all the blessing of Abraham rests upon me. The blessing of Abraham rests upon me. Now, in, in, Gen- in, in Deuteronomy chapter 28, okay, the Bible explains, expounds on the blessing of Abraham some more. Look at Deuteronomy 28 from verse 1. You see it very, very nicely. It says, and it shall come to pass if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do, to observe and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. Now, are you blessed? He says, if you are blessed, the blessing of Abraham sets you above all nations of the earth. It sets you high above all nations of the earth. Israel was not a nation when God was, when Isaac was speaking to Jacob. Jacob was not a nation. But the blessing that was released upon him made Jacob a nation. The nation called Israel. That dominated the whole of the Middle East at one point in time. And still does, even at this, at this, in these days. Yes, they are one of the greatest nations in the whole world, if not the greatest. Wherever they go, they are blessed. Whatever they do, they are blessed. They can plant in the desert, it still works. Where they are, there's no fuel, there's no oil. But they are blessed beyond, beyond measure. Can you imagine? Yes. That God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. So I'm high above all nations of the earth. I'm, I'm blessed. I may look like a small person now. But whatever comes from me is set above, high above all nations of the earth. That's, what you, that's how you should think. So when, you see, dreaming, dreaming big comes at no cost. There's no price to dreaming big. And the Lord has given us an opportunity to dream big. You see, the power of vision cannot be underestimated. You must have a big, great vision. If your vision is such that you can accomplish it, naturally speaking, then it is not from God. Whatever is from God is bigger than any human being. Only God can do it. If it is from God, it must be bigger than you. Bigger than your uncle in America and your auntie in Canada. <laughs> God wants you to dream big. Very big. He wants you to see. He told Abraham, see. As far as your eyes can see. Look eastward, northward, southward, westward. Whatever you can see is yours. He's, and he's depending on you to dream. To see. What can you see? What you see is what will come to pass. What can you imagine? The visions that God brings to you are vision, visions of pictures in your mind. So can you see your product going beyond this nation? Going beyond Africa? Going beyond Europe? Going beyond America? Going to the ends of the world? It says, whatever. It says, I will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. Whatever has your name in it will be set above all nations of the earth. And you must, it's, it's the blessing of God. You must, you must remember that whatever I touch is blessed. Everything I do is blessed. Everything I touch is blessed. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Dream big, but don't, don't dream small. Don't think small. Don't think, don't think from your home. We are aware of where you are coming from. You know. God also knows. That is why he has taken you from your natural family into his spiritual family. God is now our father. I've told you that already. So he is the one who sponsors our projects. He sponsors whatever we do. So whatever you are doing, know that it will go to the ends of the world. And keep saying it. Keep, you see, speaking releases the blessing of God. Remember, the blessing of God is in, is in words. So as you are speaking, you are releasing the blessings of God. You are releasing the effect of the blessing of God. The car is the effect of the blessing. The house is the effect of the blessing. The blessing causes you to have all those things. Causes you to come into goodness. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I'm blessed. Amen. I'm set up high above all the nations of the earth. High above all nations of the earth. That's my life. Next verse. Okay, next verse. It's so lovely. I think you should read it from verse 1 all the way to verse 14. It says, And all these blessings shall come upon thee and overtake thee. These blessings are upon you and they are overtaking you. It's not going to come in the, in the near future when you are good enough. He says he has blessed us. In our case, he didn't say, when you do this and do that and do that, you'll be blessed. No. We keep his word. You see, we keep his word because we want to see the blessing of God in our lives manifest, show forth. Keeping his word is like the ATM. But the money is in your account. If you, are, if you have the ATM card and there's no money in your account, you can't withdraw anything. So it is not, your money is not dependent on your ATM card. God has put all the money inside your, your, your account. The ATM card is for the purpose of cashing it in for yourself. If your ATM card should get lost, you can get another, thing, another one and, and take your money. So the fact that your money is there is, is settled. The fact that you're blessed is settled. Always have that at the back of I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Why do I keep the word of God then? I keep the word of God so that I can access the blessing of God, so that the blessing of God in my life can show forth. That's why we keep God's word. I don't know if you're understanding. Yes. So I'm not keeping God's word so that God will have mercy on me and have pity on me and put something into my account. No. That was, oh, that's Old Testament. In the Old Testament, they needed, to, they needed to be good, you know, and put themselves in a certain state before the Lord will help them. In our case, the Lord has helped us. We put ourselves in, this, in that state in order for what God has helped us with to show forth in the environment. It's different. It's not the same. In the Old Testament, they had to call on God for God to bring the money every now and then. But in our case, the money is there. God has given us the ATM card. He says, do whatever. It's a blank check. Sign whatever you want. Sign whatever you want. Amazing. Yes. So, do, we are doers of the word. That's what we are. We are practitioners of the word. We are those who practice the word. We act on the word of God. That's, that's our life. Yes, that's our life. And like I said, it's apart from your emotions. So you may, not be, you may not be feeling like doing it, but just do it anyways. Let's act it out. Just act out. Just speak, let's speak the word. Then speak it. We are having the same spirit of faith as written, I have believed and therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore speak. So I believe, therefore I'm speaking. You may not feel like you believe. It makes no difference. As you speak, you believe. And as you believe, you speak. The way to believing is by speaking. The way to speaking is by believing. You see how blessed we are. And all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee if thou hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. That's what I just explained. Next verse. Blessed shall thou be in the city. So instead of reading this this way, blessed shall thou be in the city. Say, blessed am I in the city. I am blessed in the city. Whichever city I go into, I'm blessed. So my prosperity is not bound to a particular city. Wherever the Lord leads me to go, when I go there, I prosper. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, I remember years ago, some people said that, oh, Churches don't work in certain places. I told them it's not, it's, it's not, true, in my, it's not true in my case. Wherever we go, we'll prosper. Where, wherever we go, we'll plan the church to work. I have that mindset. I'm not thinking that, oh, this place is a different place and that it has some, uh, uh, there are some special demons there. All devils and all demons are under my feet by the power of the Holy Ghost and because I'm in Christ. You see, I don't know if you're catching how, this, this is my mindset, this is how I think. There's no principality, there's no power big enough to destroy what we, what we are doing. Because what, we are seated together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And that's where we are functioning from. We are seated in Zion. That's where we are functioning from. 
Nothing can stop our growth. Nothing can stop our expansion. Nothing can stop our development. Nothing can stop our ascension. We keep going higher and forward and higher and forward and forward and higher in the name of the Lord Jesus. That is my testimony. That's what I say. And that's what you should say about your business. That's what you say about your academics. Instead of saying, hmm, I don't know what, how things are going to work with my academics. It's, it's going down. It keeps going down. Even if you see going down, say something else. Say the word of God. It's going up. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I'm going to blow my papers in the name of the Lord Jesus. My heart is going to get better and better in the name of the Lord Jesus. Don't say what you feel. Say what the word of God says. Wow. I'm blessed in the city. And I'm blessed in the field. It is blessed shall thou be in the field. Blessed shall thou be in the field. In other words, blessed shall thou be in whatever you do. The field was a place where they worked. Wherever, where, whatever you do is blessed. Have it at the back of your mind. I'm a child of God. I'm full of the Holy Ghost. I've been recreated in Christ Jesus unto good works. Therefore, whatever I do is blessed. My work is blessed. The work of my hands is blessed. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I'm blessed in the field. I'm blessed in the city. I'm blessed in the field. He says, blessed shall be the fruit of thy body. Every child that comes out of me is blessed. Everything that comes, comes out of me is blessed. Remember, whatever you touch, your sweat gets onto it. Whatever you touch with your fingers has your, your epithelial cells going on there. Isn't it true? That's the truth. Even your fragrance, the fragrance of your body goes onto something when you, when you hold it. So he says, blessed shall be the fruit of thy body. Whatever comes out of you is blessed. Whatever comes out of you has the anointing of God's spirit resting upon it. Yes. And that thing is also above all nations of the earth. That thing is also blessed in the city. That thing is also blessed in the field. Yes. Your children are blessed because they are also the fruit of your body. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body and the fruit of thy ground. Whatever you do. God was interested in their work. That's why you need to work. Almost all the blessings show forth, show forth through working. The effect of the blessing of God comes forth as you touch something. You touch something, you don't keep quiet. A lot of people have touched something and they are quiet. They are not talking. They are not saying anything to the thing. You must tell that business, you are of God. The Bible says, whatsoever is born of God. Not whosoever. Whatsoever. Meaning that if I touch this phone, okay, this phone is now born of God. Why? Because it is in the hands of a born-again child of God. So whatsoever is born of God, whatsoever comes out of God, I'm born of God. I'm the whosoever. And whatever I have is a whatsoever. Whatsoever is born of God overcometh this world. Whatsoever is born of God overcometh. So that business is born of God because you are handling it. That church is born of God because you are handling it. Yes. And it is destined to overcome this world. Whatsoever is born of God will come in this world. Blessed shall be thy, the fruit of thy ground and the fruit of thy cattle, the increase of thy kind and the flock of thy sheep. Yeah, he's talking about the things, the work they do. They were, they were shepherds at that time. You see, the fruit of thy cattle, the increase of thy kind, and the flock of thy sheep. What are you doing? What business are you doing? What, what career path have you taken? What are you into? Says, blessed shall be. So blessed is everything that you are doing. Everything you are doing. That business is blessed. You tell that business you are blessed. Before you open your shop, you stand in front of your shop and you say, all these things are blessed. They are set high above all, all the nations of the earth. You, they may, there may be 10 tomato sellers around you, but yours is high above all. Hallelujah. And then you speak like that to it. You speak like that to the product. Let them know you are blessed. You are attractive. The blessing of God makes you attractive. 
Hallelujah. The increase of thy kind and the flocks of thy sheep. Verse 5. Blessed shall be thy basket and thy store. Your accounts. Mm? Your accounts. You, where you store things. Where you keep your money. Where you keep your goods. Where you keep things. Blessed shall they be. It goes on and on. Blessed shall be. Shall thou be when thou comest in. I'm blessed in my going in. And I'm blessed in my coming out. Wherever I go, I'm blessed. Whether I move to a particular city or stay in this city or go wherever I go, I'm blessed. The city accepts me. The city's gold and silver and precious stones are for me to enjoy. Yes, the whole world is blessed because of me. Brothers and sisters, talk like this for yourself. Wow. wow. So we are blessed of God. Know it. Use it. Use that knowledge. Yes. How do you use it? Say it to yourself. Say it until you believe it. Believe it until you say it. Say it until you believe it. Believe it until you say it. And you see it working in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. There's so much to share with you. Go to the next verse. Verse 7. The Lord shall cause thine enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. This is part of the blessing of God. Whoever tries to rise up against you and to block your shine, block your future, block your development is in trouble. The person is in trouble, I tell you. We've had several experiences of people trying very hard to destroy what we are doing, but it's not worked because we are blessed. The Lord shall cause the enemies. They will be caused to be smitten. And those who rise up against you to be smitten before thy face. They shall come out against thee one way and flee before thee seven ways. They'll be, go- they'll, be, they'll be confused as they are going away. Yeah, they will come to try to eat your flesh. Do you realize that your flesh it's full of the power of the Holy Ghost. One bite brings them disaster. They, even a touch is a problem. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Ha. The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses. In thy storehouses. Wow. Storehouses. Your accounts. You never lose any money. Your investments. You never lose any investment. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Your business storage, it will never, it will never, nothing of yours will ever catch fire. You will not lose anything through fire. You will not lose anything through flooding. None of those things are, 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 dest- are destined for you. You know, we used to live in a, in a flood prone area. And every year there will be flood. There will be a flood in our area. The flood will, it will flood everywhere, everyone's house. When it gets to our house, it will stop. Our house was the last place. I mean, it, it never comes into our house. Can you imagine? Because we are blessed. And we know we, know we are blessed. <laughs> blessed, the Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses, and in all that thou settest thine hand unto. It's so important to work with Christian. If you are a Christian, work. Do something. I'm working. I'm working. As I'm standing, I'm working. This week, I'm working throughout the week. I'm going up and down, doing. I'm talking from morning till evening in various places. I'm working. And as I'm working, this is my mindset. This is my heart set. This is my position, my perspective in life. That as I'm working, what I'm doing produces results because the blessings of God is resting upon me, resting upon what I'm doing. He says, He shall, and in all that thou settest thine hand unto, and he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Do you see? Yes. So wherever the Lord has asked you to be, that is where the blessing is. Stay there. Speak the word. 
to that thing. The blessing of God does not show forth with you sleeping. A lazy man will not have the blessing of God showing forth. That's the truth. That's the truth. As you touch something, it works. You see, with the faith that what I'm touching is going to work because the Holy Ghost is resting upon me. The word of God is working in me. I'm blessed of God. Blessed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The next thing is eternal life. Eternal life. Eternal life. But I'll touch it briefly on Sunday before I, I pick up the power of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because I have so many things to share with you on eternal life. And if I start now, I'll not finish. Hallelujah. I hope you've learned something tonight. I hope you've learned the how, how blessed you are. I'm blessed. Full of the Holy Ghost. Full of the Holy Ghost. Whatever, whatever I touch is blessed. I'm blessed wherever I go. Whichever nation I get into, whichever city, whichever town I get into, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Everything is available for me to enjoy. All that I require is brought to me in the name of the Lord Jesus. All the money I require to get that project done is brought to me in the name of the Lord Jesus. All the health and the blessings that I require is brought to me in the name of the Lord Jesus. You know, the blessing of God also affects your health. I didn't touch that, but it's, it's in there. Let me touch that briefly. Deuteronomy 28, we are in verse 9 now. He says, The Lord shall establish thee and holy people unto himself. As he has sworn unto thee, if thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God and walk in his ways. He says he shall keep you unholy. The blessing of God makes you holy. Makes you holy. Set apart for the Lord. Now look at verse 10. Then he says, And all people of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of thee. The Lord will bless you so much that, I mean, you will see the blessing of God manifested in your life so much that everybody will be afraid. Yeah. You will even be, you, like, you, the, the, people will be afraid of you. It's like, hey, how come you are prospering and we are not? <laughs> yeah, people ask me questions. What are you doing different? What are you doing that I'm not, I'm not doing? I'm blessed. blessed. I have the Holy Ghost in me. The Holy Ghost is the promise of the Father. The Holy Ghost is the promise that everybody was looking for and is inside me. He is the blessing of God that I have. And he directs me and shows me what to do per time. And I don't joke with him. Yeah. He says, they shall be afraid of you. Then he says, and the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods. In the fruit of thy body, you shall be, you have plenty. Do you understand? You will not live a life of scarcity. You will live a life of bountifulness, plentifulness. Plenteous in goods and in the fruit of thy body. Your children will be many, your grandchildren will be many. And in the fruit of, in the fruit of thy cattle, and the fruit of thy ground, in the land which the Lord swore unto thy fathers to give thee. Verse 12. Then it says, The Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure, the heaven to give the rain unto thy land in his season, and to bless all the work of thine hand. And thou shalt lend unto many nations, and thou shalt not borrow. I lend unto many nations. I do not borrow. Yeah. It is a blessing to lend. It is a curse to borrow. So if you are into borrowing, 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 remember that something is going on. Get on the other side. Decide to be a lender, not a borrower. The, 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 the borrower is subject to the lender, isn't it? Then it says, the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail. This is the blessing of God. And thou shalt be above only. I'm above only. Always on top. And thou shalt not be beneath. If that, if that thou hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God, which I commanded this day to observe and to do them. Next verse. 
and thou shalt not go aside from any of the words which I command thee this day, to the right hand or to the left, to go after other gods to serve them. Now, the rest is the curses. Now, the curses let you know what the blessings are. Do you understand? Yeah. When you read the curses, you know what the blessings are. The curses include boils. You marrying your wife and not enjoying your wife. It includes cancer, stress, depression. So the blessing takes away all these things. Let's read some. you see it. I'll just speed read it and then we'll close. But it shall come to pass, if thou will not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe, to do all his commandments, and his statutes which I commanded this day, that all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. The curses overtake you. Care shall thou be in the city, and care shall thou be in the field. Care shall be the basket of thy store, thy basket and thy store. Care shall be the fruit of thy body and the fruit of thy land, the increase of thy kind and the flocks of thy sheep. Care shall be thou when thou comest in, and care shall be thou when thou goest out. The Lord shall send upon thee cursing, vexation, and rebuke, in all that thou settest thine hand unto, for to, unto for to do, unto thou be destroyed, and unto thou perish quickly, because of the wickedness of thy doings, whereby thou hast forsaken me. Next verse. The Lord shall make the pestilence cleave unto thee. Do you understand that? Until he have consumed thee from off the land, whether thou goest to possess it. Pestilence. What is the pestilence? Go up. Go back. Let's read the Amplified. And see if the Amplified will help us. The Lord will make the pestilence cling unto you. He's talking about sickness. Sickness. Diseases. A pestilence is a, some, a sickness that has no cure. A challenge that has no cure. Wow. Next verse. The Lord shall smite thee with a consumption. And with a fever. And with an inflammation. And with an extreme burning, and with the sword, and with blasting, and with mildew, and they shall pursue thee until thou perish. What? Go back. Do you have any other version that explains all this consumption and fever and inflammation? Aha, uh -huh. this is message. God will set consumption and fever and rash and seizures and dehydration and blight and jaundice on you. They will hunt you down until they kill you. They will hunt you down until they kill you. So the blessing makes all these things run away from you. Jaundice cannot come. Rashes cannot come. Cancer cannot come. All those things cannot, they can't penetrate because you are blessed. Yes, you are blessed. Next verse. Let's read message since message is giving us information. This 23. The sky over your head will become an iron roof. The ground under your feet is a slab of concrete. <laughs> a concrete slab. You can't plant anything for it to work. I mean, everything you do does not work. Yes, that's the case. The blessing makes the ground very soft and makes the heavens open. Next verse. Yeah, everything you do is just blessed. Everything you do is just, it just works. People are wondering, we are all doing this straight together. How come you yours is working? You let them know I'm blessed. Whatever I touch works. Potiphar said to Joseph, I have learned by experience, I've noticed that God has blessed me because of you. Same thing, Laban said to Jacob, I have learned by experience that the Lord has blessed me because of you, for your sake. Laban got to know that it was because Jacob was around. That was how come he was blessed. That was how come things were working for him. And he didn't want Jacob to leave anymore. He tried to capture him. He says, from out of the skies, God will rain ash and dust on you, unto you, so for kids. Wow. God will defeat you by 
enemy attack, you come at your enemies on one road and run away on seven roads. All the kingdoms of earth will see you as a horror. Wow. Carrion beds and animals will boldly feast on your dead body with no one to chase them away. Psst. It's amazing. I'm blessed. blessed. Thank God I'm not cursed. Yeah. Thank God I'm blessed. blessed. The blessing of God is resting upon me and resting upon you. Know it and use it. Practice it. Speak it forth into your life. And watch your life turn around. Someone sang a song and said, it's turning around for my good. All things will be working together for your good. In Jesus' name. Father, thank you for your children. Thank you for your blessings once again. We are grateful for your word. Even in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastoti podcast. Simply search for Pastoti on any podcast app, plug in, and enjoy God's word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless.